All right. We welcome to Simple But Hard, Teddy. Glad to be here, man. Awesome. You ready to have some fun today? Yeah, I have no idea what we're doing. Let's go. Let's go. So uncut 15-minute podcasts talking about the simple but hard fundamentals that you have experienced and found out in your life that have led to success. Um, little context for for how I kind of came up with the idea. I converted to a catcher my junior year of college, and I'm back there like trying to receive these 90 mile an hour fastballs. I'm like, okay, just catch it back to the zone. Very simple. I'm like, Jesus is really hard to do. And, you know, I, I felt like there was always, I felt like I was always missing some secret to success. And the more success I have, and the more that I talk to people that are super successful, they're like, dude, it's just about doing the simple things really well. Turns out it's just really hard to do. Mm. So as we jump in, right, the things that I think about with you, Teddy, are uh, high performance, your writing, uh, honestly, being a dad too. Um, and then maybe talk about some process oriented stuff. So uh, we can kind of go wherever, but you know, when you think of the times that you've been successful in your life, what are those simple but hard fundamentals that have been like so core to that? Yeah. Uh, well, first, I love the spirit of this podcast, and it's it's so good, and I like the unstructuredness of it. Um, a phrase that I think about all the time is consistency compounds, mm. and what that means to me is it doesn't really matter how intense you go, right? Like, think of if you're trying to get into shape. What most people do is they'll like, I'm going to work out an hour a day every day until I drop the weight, build muscle, reach the goal, whatever it is, um, you know, trying to make extra income, right? I'm going to work 20 hours a day until I hit the goal, right? That That's intensity. And the way that I think about it is intensity is a tool. There's a place for intensity. But at least in my life, what I have found to be sort of the bedrock of any kind of success, whatever that might be, is just consistency is day after day after day after day doing what when I was five years old, my dad who used baseball as the arena to teach me life lessons said are the fundamentals, right? And so um, whether it's in my business, whether it is with writing on social media and building an audience, whether it is uh, being a husband, whether it is investing, whether it is being a dad, we got two little girls. Um, I, I just think consistency compounds. Any, any effort above zero is something that is going to compound. So if you can just build the skill of showing up every day, whatever that means to you, you know, we all have challenges and, and hit, hit problems in life. Life is hard, you know, um, in various ways, but consistency compounds, that's a core belief that I have and, and has, uh, has served me well, for sure. So I'm sure there's been times in your life where you have not been consistent, right? When you think about those examples versus the times that you have been able to show up continuously, what do you think is the difference in those two kind of stories or setups? For me, two things come to mind. When I am not consistent, I am either A, negotiating with myself. Oh, I don't feel like it. Oh, it's probably not going to work. Um, oh, I need to study a little bit more. I need more information. 
Um, I'm not good enough. I don't have the skill. All right, whatever, whatever the voice inside my head says, I'm negotiating with myself rather than just getting on with it. Right. And I think a lot of negotiation comes from a place of ego because a humble approach would be, I know I'm not going to be perfect. So let's just start. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to learn along the way. Let's just start. Let's get going. And so when I'm, you know, in these moments of fits and starts, it's, it's one, because I'm negotiating with myself or two, um, two, I'm procrastinating for some reason, mm. something's going on. And, and, um, you know, there's, there's some excuse I have that I'm telling myself for just not, not going. And, you know, I've had a couple of moments in my life where I'll have a goal or have a, you know, a project I want to work on or something. And I'll be thinking about it for a year. I'll be thinking about it for two years and I'll finally get around to starting it. And I'll think, where would I be if I just would have started when I thought about this? And that's kind of a sobering and humbling thought, but here I am now um, about to be 34. And I think I'm starting to learn that lesson a little bit better. And, uh, and I, I have a tendency now just to kind of push myself into action a little bit better. Sometimes I still struggle with it, but yeah, I think that would be the difference when I'm not consistent. I'm either negotiating or, or I'm procrastinating. What do you think that procrastination comes from? Because that's, that's something that everyone deals with. And little fun fact, do you know what a five-year journal is? No. So a five-year journal, it's it's a little journal. It has a line for every, it has five like years for each date, essentially. So it'll say like 20 blank, and then you just write in whatever the, the date is. And I just started uh, this podcast, right? I looked back a year ago before I had written down about starting another podcast and never did anything with it. And I and I, that same thought crossed my mind. I was like, what would have happened if I would have just started it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but so so when you when you think about what makes us procrastinate, maybe for you personally, what what are those things that actually make you put it off? You know, I've got like 13 things running through my head right now, but I honestly think the most honest answer is, is fear or, and, or, um, and maybe this is also fear, uh, worrying about judgment of others. Because for me, at least when I am procrastinating on something, yeah, it it might be because I have so many things going on that, you know, I'm struggling to prioritize maybe or, um, you know, or whatever. I'm, I'm, I have some reason that I'm giving myself, but I think the, uh, the underlying reason or that is fear of something, mm. fear, fear of, you know, what will happen if I fail, fear of um, what will happen if I succeed, fear of what people will think, what, like whatever it might be. I think that's probably the deepest reason because if, I don't know who said this, this is not my words, but it's a lesson that I've, I've stolen. There's a quote that is, I'm paraphrasing is, um, what would you do now if you weren't afraid? Mm. And for me, that, that has a way of kind of shaking me free a little bit. Um, and, and I think that is probably the underlying reason why I'm, while I'm, or why I'm procrastinating on something is because there's some element of fear because if there wasn't that, then it's just a simple decision. Do this or not do this. Make it and move forward. 
gosh, that's so good, man. That's so good. I I don't know if you know there's a there's this girl on LinkedIn named um oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name now. Shay. Shay Rodabotum. Uh I don't know how to say her last name. Shay Robotum, I think it is. Ro- yes, Robotum. And I saw I I've saw I've seen some posts from her and she says she does video with clients and she said the biggest thing that keeps people from getting on video is shame. Mm. Uh, and so I wonder if it's the same thing too, like whenever you actually want to try to go do whatever it is, the thing that you want to do, like, do you, do you ever feel that? Is it like a shameful thing? I mean, they're worrying about judgment of others. Would you loop that into the same category? Yeah, probably. I, I personally don't know if I would choose the word shame, but I totally understand that word. Especially for yeah, it could be shame. It could, you know, it could be, um, it could be insecurity. Maybe that's a, a synonym of shame. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it could be fear again, fear of what people will think of me. I, I know for myself, it's just funny you use that example. I don't do a bunch of video. It's actually something I want to do more of. But one of the reasons I don't, I haven't done a lot of it in the past, I think, is because part of it feels like to me that I'm like trying to be an influencer of some kind. And I totally don't see myself like that at all. Just a normal dude. But it makes no sense when you actually think about it. Like video and social media, whatever, the internet is just a modern communication tool. Video is just a way that we communicate. It's it's really a better way to communicate in many ways because you see so much more. Um, so yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I think there's a lot. Just kind of, it's kind of like the old saying, you know, when you, uh, when you hear yourself speak, remember being in school, like hearing yourself speak or seeing yourself speak, it's, you just cringe because it's the worst. I think there's still that element of it that you've got to get comfortable with and put yourself out there. And, you know, I empathize because there's also, it takes a lot of vulnerability to put yourself out there in front of people who, who you don't know. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're not confident in the thing that you're doing and, many people are not confident in their ability to speak publicly. Mm-hmm. I think that takes a lot of courage. Interesting. So interesting. Okay. So last few minutes here, just touch real quickly. You're, you're an excellent writer. You actually come from a journalist, a journalism background. If you had to boil down, right. The simple, but hard fundamentals of like what makes writing good. What would you say for that? Yeah. Number one, clarity. Uh, too many people write to impress or to sound smart. The the most impressive writing to me is simple writing. I, I can understand what the person is saying so easily. Um, number two, it would be for me, conciseness. Can someone communicate in a simple and concise manner? Because to, to me, to do those two things, you have to really know your material, both in writing and, and speaking. You know, if you hear someone giving a presentation at work, you know, real quickly who has mastered the knowledge because it doesn't sound like they are trying to tell you how smart they are, how much they know. It's just like, you know, someone who can describe the impact of AI in 60 seconds to someone who's non-technical and you get it, that that is the kind of communication that to me is impressive. So clear, concise, simple, specific, 
personal. It feels like they're writing to you, talking to you. Those are the attributes that I look for in great writing and just great communication in general. And I'm always trying to improve, improve those myself. Who are some of the, some of the favorite or some of your favorite writers that you look up to? Oh man. Um, you know, I really like James Clear for um, simplicity and clarity. Um, I think he's a master at that. Like I, he, he is probably, he probably gets the most punch per word of any writer I know. Um, I appreciate Ryan Holiday in the same way, someone who can study stoicism and make it accessible to a modern reader. To me, that is a very unique skill set. Um, so probably those two. I mean, I mostly read nonfiction, history, biographies. I don't read a bunch of fiction. So I know there's there's wonderful novelists out there that I'm just completely disrespecting right now by not mentioning them. But yeah, those are two that just off the top of my head um, come to mind. So good. Well, Teddy, thank you for coming on, man. Did you have fun? This was awesome, man. This might be the best podcast I've done in a while, if not ever. Right. It's short, quick. You can just like no prep needed and you just get I to like talk it. about what you've learned. Yeah. Organic, man. It's cool. You got a good format here. Well, well, thank you, dude. Um, one, one last thing. Where can people find you? LinkedIn, business, talk about that. Yeah. LinkedIn's a good place. LinkedIn or Twitter. Just look me up there. Um, you can see all my stuff on my writing. Um, if you want to subscribe to a newsletter, the process.news, uh, you get some free value there. And uh, yeah, I think those are good places. Love it. Teddy Mitrosilis. Mitrosilis. Is that right? Did I get it? You were, you were just about there. Oh, say it one more time for us so we know. Mitrosilis. Mitrosilis. That's right. You did Mitros good, Ange. You did good. I, mine is bourgeois and everyone... I get Burgoyce and stuff all the time too. So definitely a unique, a unique differentiator for you. So well, Teddy, thanks for hopping on. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this thing.